five, four, three, two. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. So be sure to stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of I Rewatch iCarly. Another late night episode of I Rewatch iCarly. I mean, it's only late for you. Uh, do you have and to do this every time else. I say something? <laughs> every time, <laughs> like it's not live. Like no can one I else live in is peace? gonna. It, it's no. literally live. You we have a live, live studio discomfort. audience. <laughs> oh my god, she's lying. We don't. I would never lie to you. Excuse me. This episode of I Rewatch at Carly's being fact checked by the IRS, <laughs> and it is in fact not live. Damn. IRS really got me. I haven't heard from them in a while. It's true. That reminds me, I got to apply for my student loans. My student loan forgiveness. Yeah, you're going back to school. You're applying for student loans. I'm going back to school. Wow. All right. See ya. She's going to have four degrees. <laughs> How many do you have? Three or two? I have two. Oh, two. she's going to have three. Gonna no, have you're going to get two again. Then I'll be four. Yep. Because you like to double up. Double. Double again. <laughs> I can't just only get one. No. I can't go the first time and get two and then go again and get one. That's. It's not as cool. Yeah, it's crazy. When I went, they only gave me like half a degree. Mm. And I was like, why? And they were like, just based on vibes. Yeah. And I was like, but I completed the program and passed. And they were like, yeah. Really? No. You didn't pass the vibe check. Yeah, yeah. No, I passed my classes, but the vibe check, nay. No. Failed. So I got like half. Like they tore my certificate in half. And they were like, you can get half a job with half a salary with that. So hold on to it. Yeah. And here you are. I think it's because I'm non-binary. And non-binary people only get half the rights as normal people. It's true. Donate to my GoFundMe so I can get the rest of my degree <laughs> and sue my employer for discrimination against non-binaries. Against the non-binary phobia, the ah-ah-ah-phobia of the world. I'm ah-ah-ah-pressed. <laughs> Jail. Wow. <laughs> um... The title of this episode is I Reunite with Missy. Whoa. Who the hell is Missy? We don't know. We don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Who knows? Who's Missy? It's not us. It's a mystery. (laughs) It's season two, episode 17. So she's almost legal, but not quite. It was released on May 16th, 2009. I feel like we did a time jump. Like, I feel like we were in 2008, and then now all of a sudden we're halfway through 2009. It's crazy. That's how I feel about right now. I feel like the fact that we're almost to November is freaking me out. Shut the fuck up. Can I tell you who the director is? It's Adam Wiseman. Yes. Tell me about him. Oh, okay. So his first name's Adam. Mm Mm-hmm. His last name's Wiseman. Right. Um, he's directed I Want More Viewers, I Dream of Dance, I Want to Stay with Spencer, uh-huh. I Want to Date mm-hmm. Freddy, I Heart Art, yep. I Saw Him First, I Met Fred, yep. I Meet Fred. I Met Fred. No, the episode's I Meet Fred. <laughs> <laughs> the look you just gave me. It is I Meet Fred. <laughs> That's called a typo. <laughs> but you doubled down. I was like, oh, I'm just going to verbally correct it. And you were like, no, I met him. I met Fred. I, I met did. Well, him. I mean, they did. They did meet him. Past tense. Also, I want my website back. <laughs> I'm glad that we can clarify. Yeah. It was written by Jake Farrow. Farrow? Sparrow. Uh, who also wrote Ice Cream on Hall. 
I scream on Halloween. I'm your biggest Halloween. fan. I Carly Saves TV. I owe you and I make Sam Gerfier. Gerfier. In this week's episode, everybody hold on to your fucking pants because pants there's a held. woman and we are misogynistic. <laughs> But, but we should be. We should be. But is it media like this that made us misogynistic? Damn. Who knows? It is a chicken or the egg situation. Also, Spencer's reunited with an old enemy. Ooh. I'll leave it at that. Leave it at that. Is it the meatball or the met ball? But um But um But um Got him. Roasted. Every time you tell a joke, you just piss on the audience. But um, (laughs) (laughs) well, guys, we're there. We're at the Shea apartment. (laughs) The gang walks into the apartment. We're there. You already know. Episode over. You already know. Like that's it. That's it. You know. You you've heard enough of these to know where this is going. So let's not even bother. Let's not. The gang walks into the apartment. Fred says that Sam cut the sleeves off of his shirt and the legs off of his pants and then tells her that she is coming to his house right now to explain this to his mother. Sam is like, would that make you happy? And then she agrees to go over to Fred's apartment. So they walk over there, and when Fred opens the door as he's complaining about her cutting his shirt and how hard Mrs. Benson works to provide for Fred, Sam shoves him inside and then slams the door shut, which is very iconic. I just, I don't even understand how that solves anything. Like, he could just open the door back up and go grab her. It's Freddy. So, well, he, like, she, like, shoves him so hard that he, like, breaks something, and Miss Benson is like, Fred! So now he's my just, poor baby child. He's trapped in that apartment forever. Yeah, he has like 65 broken bones. Like he literally is Luber. That's him in the hospital bed. And that's it. And he never leaves the house ever again. And that's the end of the episode. Well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Pod babe <laughs> of the week is my vagina. <laughs> She's got me through a lot. She's gone through a lot. Well, when Fred and Sam are fighting, Carly says, Can we please remember we're all friends here? And Fred goes, This thing is not my friend so again fred uh, respecting sam's they them pronouns he's a pronoun king she's right there with me in the fight against uh, uh, ah ism (laughs) she is my they she's also being uh, uh, oppressed me she's my they them icon (laughs) she is you're uh, 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 oppressing her i am i'm i'm uh, uh, oppressing myself yeah you're really calling the kettle black here. What did you say about black people? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think about whenever anybody says that. I don't know what that means. Pot <laughs> calling the kettle black? Like, why are we calling people black? I don't know, but that's what the pot is calling the kettle. Oh, and now we're bringing weed into it? Yeah. I won't stand for it. First the ah-ah-ah-ism, now the racism. Good thing you're sitting. No. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I won't but, um, stand for it, so I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> well, Spencer slams a 30-pound block of cheese on the counter and tells the girls that he's going camping with Sako. And they're going to suck each other's dicks. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> they're also going with these two girls that they met at the junkyard, which and they're, they're going to suck, suck their, their dicks, dicks too. too. <laughs> 
And Sako's grandma. Sako's grandma will not be sucking any cocks. Let's absolutely just no. No, absolutely that would not, not be funny. That's that not, not funny. funny. We would never make that joke. Leave the grandma out of this. <laughs> the girls ask why they're taking Sako's grandmother, and Spencer replies in a very, very serious tone, in case there's bears. Like, what is this woman capable of? I don't know, but if I'm going camping with some men that I met in a fucking junkyard, junkyard? I would want that bitch around, too, because she sounds like she could keep me safe. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to suck any dicks, and neither does my friend. <laughs> Why are you making to. us do that? Very weird. She's there to protect the girls. She is, yeah, from Sako and Spencer. <laughs> yeah, because of the implication. It's true. Well, Spencer drops the bomb that Miss B is going to check in on Carly while he's gone. Carly is so upset about this and says that the last time she watched her, she made her watch a puppet show about personal hygiene. And Spencer responds, well, now you don't have lice. And Carly's like, I never had lice. And she just like slowly scratches her head with like a concerned look on her face. So pretty much Miss Benson is calling Carly stinky. She said, you smell and you need to fucking watch this puppet show about how to clean your ass. I think all men should watch that puppet show, too, about how to clean their ass. Bro, the more I hear other dudes talk about their friends not washing their asses. The gayer I get. Bro, not even gay. Just like, I'm going to give myself some sexy scars and peace the fuck out from humanity because I can't. I don't even want to. In, first of all, engage in a sexual relationship with an ass caked in shite. No. Yeah, no. Sit on a plane next to a man whose booty hole is stinky. Yeah, stinky. Who hasn't watched the puppet personal hygiene show? Oh, and you know that they're holding on to their stinky, gross parts and not washing their fucking hands. If they can't wash yeah. an ass, they can't wash their hands. It's true. Like, men That's need a fact. to cease to exist. Go on an island <laughs> and stay there. Stay and there. All the us... all the stinky men get away. Yeah, the ah ah ahs and the ladies can handle it, but yeah, and some men can stay, but it will involve an impromptu ass checking, <laughs> where we will have to see you. We have to see if your butthole looks like my cats mm -hmm. or my other cats. So my three-legged cat, gross. My other cat, she's clean, Pristine. sparkling butthole. If she even. <laughs> smells an ounce of doo-doo on the three-legged one's butthole. She's up in there. She's like, ah, ah, She's like, I'm going to keep your shit clean, little brother. I got you. It's cute. Oh. That's what they do. All right. I'm changing the topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about how my cats eat each other's no, I'm I'm moving on. Spencer and Carly start fighting about Spencer taking his flare gun with him to camp. And then the doorbell rings and Sam shouts out, if that's Fred's mom, tell her I moved to Guadalajara. That is so oddly specific. Like, how does Sam know the city of Guadalajara? Like, I I feel like it's a po it's one of the only cities in Mexico that I know. Why couldn't they just say Mexico? Like, if they if they wanted to say it, like, why? Because she wants to sell it. Like, oh, I went to Mexico. Okay, whatever. But oh my god, I'm in Guadalajara. It's like, oh, she's there. She's in Guadalajara. I don't I don't like I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It goes with the whole like they're trying to be Spanish and I and it's it's too much. It was it was too extra. It, it and there's more Spanish shit that goes on. There's more Mexican shit that's in this episode too and I don't like it. Okay. We're going to uh, get to it. I definitely missed it. So it's covert Mexican shit because I didn't even No, it's it's literally not. It's literally not and we're going to talk about it. I can't oh, well, I will say that this made me laugh but not because Guadalajara is fun. Well, it is funny, but when I was 
a ch- when I was a kid, once I was at my friend's house, I can't remember his name, but anyway, he had a bunch of shit from Gu- Guadalajara, just like everywhere. And I was like, what's Gu- Guadalajara? And he's like, oh, that's where I'm from. And then I saw a Mexican flag and I was like, wait, why do you have a Mexican flag? And he was like, cause I'm Mexican. And I was like, I thought you were from Guadalajara. And at the I exact same American. time, <laughs> at the exact time, both of them go, Guadalajara, Mexico. And I was like, I've never felt more dumb in my life. So I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean you're from Mexico? You're from Guadalajara. Like I had no, I had no idea what it was, but now Guadalajara always makes me fucking laugh. So that's why you know where it is though. I feel like most people wouldn't know Guadalajara. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's like a, I mean, I know it, it's like a big city or whatever, but I don't think like there are other cities that I feel like they could have used on a Nickelodeon yeah. show that, well, that you kids know what? would have known. It's because Guadalajara is in a tourist city. So it's like only people who are like like living in Mexico, like seriously, like know what it is because white people don't go there to can travel. I, uh, can I say something? And I don't yes. know how this is going to get received, but I think that they said Guadalajara because they were trying to like be racist because it's like a drug capital. And that's where like a lot of like the narcos oh. are from is Guadalajara, and like oh, Sam 100%. is like fr- is like Cause she's a you bad know, girl, she's, yeah. And her and her mom does like fucked up shit too, and so does she. And she has all these family members in like prison. Okay, so, like maybe they're trying to like insinuate that she's part of the cartel or something somehow. That was a hundred percent it. That's a hundred percent it. Yeah, I didn't know that connotation. That a hundred percent makes sense. Yeah, that's that's what I thought of immediately, and I was like, I don't like that it's that oddly specific, and that it's Guadalajara. Like they could have just said like. I don't know. You should have said that to begin with. I'm so happy I gave my little dumb story because now we get to the truth. Yeah. They were insinuating that Sam's in the cartel. I didn't want to say it because I didn't I didn't I didn't know how it would be received. But here I am speaking my truth on this podcast. We say the most fucked up shit on the daily and you're worried about how that's going to be received. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. Well, it's not Miss B. It's a little lady at the door, and she goes, hey, Shay, and Carly yeah. recognizes her and screams out, Missy? And then they both start screaming, you know, how little, they're like, ah! And they're, like, hugging each other, like, jumping around, you know. This is what I tried to do the first time I met you in Austin, and then you just <laughs> stood there in the doorway, like, <laughs> like, that's literally what I was doing. I was like, Natalie, and you were like. The woman was too guilty to speak. I was like, sorry, I don't know who that is. Yeah, fuck you, (laughs) meanie. Well, they both start yelling in unison about how much they've missed each other. Sam gets up and goes, so you guys know each other? And Carly introduces Missy, saying that their dads were both stationed at the same naval base in Seal Beach. I mean, they're in the Navy, so yeah, they probably did fuck. Probably. Gay. Sam asks how long ago it was, and Missy's like, uh, I don't know, like seven years. And Carly's like, no, it was eight. Um, <laughs> I would just like to say, I am Sam, Missy is Natalie, and this is when you <laughs> and Blender became good friends. I was just like, hello? Who is this? Who is she? Who are you? I am... <laughs> Well, Missy is played by Haley Ram. She's been in a bunch of different things, some of them being a movie called Disconnect, where she played Abby Boyd. She was also in the X-Men movie, The Ooh. Last Stand, where she played young Jean Grey. Oh, my God. Wait, that's her? I can't. I'm just realizing. 
what I know her from. It's that. I can't believe this was her. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. She was also in the TV show on Hulu, Light as a Feather, where she played Violet Simmons. And she was in the TV show Chasing Life, where she played Brenna Carver. But apparently, a little tea, apparently Miss Haley Ram is Miranda's real-life bestie, or at least she was at this time period when they filmed this. Uh, so that's crazy. Her vibes were like ass. Yeah. Maybe it's just because she was playing the character too well, but I didn't like her from the get-go. I, th- I think she was just playing it really well mm-hmm. because she was just, as soon as they started screaming, I was like, I'm out. I hate them. I was like, up to no good. Up to no good. I hate them. Women always be scheming. You can never trust them. Yeah. And especially when she was like, yeah, my dad is also in the Navy. I was like, mmm. Okay. Okay. I know your vibe. I know what's going on here, and I don't like it. Well, Carly asked Missy what the fuck she's doing here, and Missy says- What the fuck is up, Missy? Step the fuck up, Missy. And Missy says that her dad got transferred to Seattle, and she's going to be going to Ridgeway, too. The girls are like, ah! And they hug again. Sam, clearly uncomfortable, says, you guys aren't going to do that every day, are you? And although I think Sam is very jealous right now, I have to agree with her, and I would have done the same thing and said the same thing, because very annoying. Yeah. Almost as annoying as when you go to squeal at someone to <laughs> greet them and then they don't reciprocate the energy at all. Almost. Don't. <laughs> this girl perfectly encapsulates that, like, okay, she reminded me of a very specific kind of girl. Not just an up-to-no-good girl, but that girl that your friend, like, loves and thinks is so funny and she keeps telling you she's so funny, she's so cool, and you're like, I don't know, like, she's just, eh, to me, you know, like, kind of uh-huh. bland. And then it's, like, you keep trying to, like, be around her and, like, see what she sees. Yeah. But she's giving you nothing, and you're just, like, ew. She's not giving. Where's the seasoning? What is my best friend tasting that I can't? Because mm-hmm. it's it's giving bland. It's giving bland. And she, she played it so well that I fucking hated her and wanted to stab her with something. <laughs> I agree. She she played it very well, and I agree that that's, that's a perfect way to explain it, that – it's like your best friend's other best friend or other friend in general. And you're like, I don't understand how like you can be best friends with them and also best friends with me when we're very different. And it doesn't make sense to me. It's not even that. It's like I don't even understand why you enjoy their company. Like there's a very specific breed of like other friend where it's like you're trying to like engage and it's like there's nothing. Yeah, it's. There's there's no laughs, no goofs, no giggles, no bits, no jokes. No goofs, no gaffes, nothing. It's just silence. It's just bland. Yeah. I agree. Well, Spencer yells out that he found it. And when Missy starts to ask about him, a fireball is shot from Spencer's room through the living room and goes to the glass door in the kitchen. And then there's an explosion outside the door. And Carly's like, oh. Well, I guess he found his flare gun. Ha <laughs> ha, it's silly old Spencer almost lighting the entire apartment complex on fire. Also, like, a flare gun isn't going to do anything. Like, no one's look- Like uh, if no one's looking for their flare, like, what are they going to do? Uh, He's going to shoot know. a flare up. No one's going to see it. I don't know. I don't know why it was an issue, why they were fighting about it. It's probably for the girls so they feel more comfortable. Yeah. We'll give you a flare gun, ladies. You can shoot it up whenever you want. Someone will come and get you. Nobody will see you. 
Here's your safety flare gun. Nobody will nobody will help you, but here you go. So <laughs> ye old baldy slash lispy is in the school hallway announcing the sign up for a quote school at sea unquote program not affiliated with the sweet life on deck at all just want to say that not affiliated <laughs> with disney sweet life on deck he tells them all we are not affiliated with disney sweet life on deck <laughs> and to form a neat line in front of this fucking poster to sign up but the kids swarm like roaches and he barely makes it out alive okay zach and cody i literally just said not affiliated <laughs> Why would you bring that up? Not affiliated. Was not affiliated. They would not never. Affiliated. They would never steal an idea from mm-hmm. Disney and try to recreate it at all. No. No. That's why we've never heard of Alexis Texas right. on Nickelodeon. Never. It's never happened. Not at all. Fred tells Sam that he wants to win the school cruise so bad. She so goes, bad. bad enough to penetrate that mob? <laughs> he says, yeah, I'm a fuck the whole mob. Every, Every one single in one the of mob. them. <laughs> no, Fred takes off his. He, she does say you want to penetrate that mob, though. She does. Says, like that is an end. I quote. And I was like, there could have been a million other words for you to use. But you chose to use penetrate Jack Sparrow. They knew what they were doing. Walk the plank. Walk it. Get out. Get out by Jordan Peele is about <laughs> Jack Sparrow. Him, Jack Sparrow walking the plank. <laughs> Fred takes off his backpack, grabs a pen, and says, I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard. Um, and he runs straight into the back of kids, doesn't make a fucking dent, gets pushed on the floor. Not at all. So he army crawls back yeah. into the pack. Carly is giving Missy the school tour, which super necessary. Here are some lockers. Here's some classrooms. Here's a second floor. Here's the gym. Here's a lunchroom. But like, don't they usually have like a guidance counselor who does that when it's your first day? Like, I yeah, I don't understand. Whatever. For the plot, I guess. Yeah. How dare they not account for the way that high schools actually operate? Embarrassing for them <laughs> making shit up. It like is this. embarrassing. They didn't know that we were going to look back on it and clown them for it. No. So, haha, this doesn't even happen. <laughs> Losers. Losers. Dummies. Idiots. Uh, they pass a kid named Kevin, and Carly warns her that if Kevin asks her to see his onion ring, just say no. Just say no. Missy's like, but why? Carly goes, just say no. Just say no. Onion ring is isn't it, 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 I'm gonna say it is an onion ring a code for a butthole. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm gonna have to assume that is correct because what else would it be? But don't worry, I have shots of bleach for us to take, and it will erase our recollection of of the fact that butthole. they alluded to an onion ring butthole butthole yeah butthole butthole no like it a hundred percent is his butthole. It it has it's to be. It's a butthole. It's a booty hole. It's a little bit. It's a. It's his little stinky booty hole. His little caked and, you know and booty hole. Yeah, I bet he doesn't fucking wipe. <laughs> Probably. He's, he no, definitely he, didn't watch the puppet ahead. show. He's getting ahead of the inspections. He's like, before yeah. they take us all out, I just want everyone to know where I'm going. Look at my onion ring. It's not <laughs> clean. <laughs> it's covered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> Send me to the island, baby. <laughs> Carly eventually shows Missy to her locker. It's the one right between Sam and Carly. <gasps> wow. We love a metaphor. <laughs> Sam asks how she snagged that locker, and Carly explains that Missy had to give Mrs. Murdoch a handy. Ooh. 
<laughs> she had to give Mrs. Murdoch a tip. Yeah, just the tip. Sam's like, if Mrs. Murdoch wants a tip, you should tell her to lay off the blue eyeshadow and ridiculous lipstick. You know what? Let Ms. Murdoch express herself. You know what? Let Sam express herself via bullying. <laughs> Also, like, what do you like? She just casually bribed a what teacher. What do you mean? On I the know, first, like, on what? the first day of school, she just bribed a teacher. Just like, hey, here's some money. Like, literally. And then what did she do? Like, they just kicked the kid out of their uh, out of their locker. Like, what did she just literally held a kid at gunpoint? And was like, get the fuck out of this fucking locker, you little pussy boy. It wasn't even at gunpoint. It was like, I just got two dollars from this kid who needs this locker. So can you like scram? And the kid was just like, I mean, I guess. Yeah. If it's that serious. Like, this this is something, like, could you imagine, like, actually trying to bribe a teacher for a locker? Yeah, like, for a locker. On your first day of school, like, you've never been there. You don't know them. Like, you don't know anything. We're adults. We know actual teachers. Let's call one of our teacher friends. <laughs> so what would you do if, hypothetically, a student came up to you and said, I need this locker in particular and handed <laughs> you a wad of cash? My bet is it doesn't matter. But, like, a wad of cash to them is, like, literally a dollar. Like, no, it's not, like, a legit wad of cash. Even if it was a legit wad of cash, I bet you that, like, the, t- the teachers just don't have the authority. It's, like, randomized in a system. They wouldn't be able to fucking, like, get it. To- they- yeah. They'd be like, I'm- I can't help you, child, with wad of cash. If anything, she should have tipped the kid who had the locker. Why didn't yeah. he get any money out of this? Yeah. If it was a kid, I, that would make a lot more sense to me. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. These writers should be embarrassed. We're eating them up. Eating them they up. They don't know how high school works. They do not know. Yeah, embarrassing for them. We're telling it to them. We are. Embarrassing for them. It's been told. Yeah. And now listen up. Missy then says that her dad, which, okay, trigger warning, you have a dad. It'll <laughs> keep that to yourself. Also, trigger warning, military dad. I know. Even more triggering. Uh, is taking her on a Navy helicopter. Oh, my God. Trigger warning. Your dad does things with you. Literally, yeah. Just pack it up, Missy. Pack it pack up. Pack it up. Embarrassing. Embarrassing for her. That her dad is taking her on a Navy helicopter ride over Seattle and asks Carly if she wants to come. But it's tomorrow after school and Carly's supposed to go to the meat festival with Sam. Sam's like, oh, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Be with your new best friend, Carly. Go ahead. Do <laughs> go it. ahead. Do, do it. it. Do it, bitch. Do it. Leave me behind. Leave me at the meat festival by myself, bitch. I'll eat all the meat. (laughs) I'll be sucking all the cocks in the fucking world. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you suck dick? Yeah. And that's how you eat pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sam's like, no, it's okay. Go ahead. But Missy's like, oh, Sam, why don't you come with us? And then we can all hang out together. Cute. And Sam's like, oh, yeah, for sure. That sounds swaggy. And Missy's like, all right, I'll text you the deets. Mm -hmm. In my head, I was like, um... So Sam's just going to miss the meat festival? That was what I literally was thinking. I was like, Miss Samantha Puckett. You were like, I would never miss a meat festival. I would never. But like Miss Samantha Puckett, whose entire personality on this show is eating all of the meats, is just going to willingly, easily miss a meat festival that she had had planned Mm -hmm. to go on a navy helicopter ride with her friend and her friend's friend and it's like now she has an extra ticket like carly's not going so she has an extra ticket like right she can invite your man someone Yeah. yeah invite gibby but you know what we do forget sam puckett is a planner and she knows she knows keep your friends close 
and your, your enemies, enemies closer on a fucking helicopter with you even if you really want to go to the meat festival you should be on that fucking helicopter with <laughs> your enemy. she knew i'm she gonna say knew. this was samantha puckett foresight but it is the l that she took it it just doesn't make sense to me as her character like it didn't it didn't make sense yeah she could have yoloed it well i would have expected her to put up at least a little bit more of a fight yeah or or be like no like go whatever and then be mad at carly about it and then yeah, well, I think this that just starts. shows how like insecure she is about Missy's introduction to the dynamic. True. Because she um, immediately bitched out and was like, yeah, I'll just come with you guys. Fuck the meat. Yeah. And I can see that how some people make you feel very like insecure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I had a friend of a friend once um, where we kind of became friends. And then I went to visit her in Austin. When I showed up, I was really excited <laughs> to meet her. And I was like squealing and really excited. And I hugged her and she was just like limp and silent in my arms. And it was like the worst day of my life. Um, you don't know her, though. She goes to oh, school. No, I, um, that, that story doesn't sound familiar at all. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard it. <laughs> Fred crawls out of the pack of animals saying that he got his name on the list. He walks away with sex hair and his <laughs> collar literally popped because, he yes, he did popped. penetrate them. He penetrated all of them. All of them. Mrs. Murdoch walks by with some fugly ass eyeshadow and some god awful pink lipstick. <laughs> she should have taken the tip. She should have taken more than the tip. She should have taken the whole shaft and had someone get her a Carly Bible tutorial so she would know what the fuck she was doing with her eyeshadow. It was bad. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. bad. It wasn't good. Sam's trying to help her. She's not trying to bully her. She's trying to help her. No, she was. She had a point. She did have a point. It was scary. It was scary. I was scared. I was scared. Well, we're downstairs at a storage locker. No, we're not. We're in our homes. We're literally in our homes right now. I'm literally in my bedroom. You're in a closet. Okay, well, Spencer, Spencer. Tell everyone that you're gay. Stop being in the closet. (laughs) Spencer is in a storage locker. And he's... I'm trying to tell a story, please. (laughs) A fictional story. I'm sorry. Tell your story. Spencer. Okay, I get it. It was Spencer. Spencer's in the storage locker. He's on the phone with Sako, and he tells him that he just needs to pack up his motorcycle, and then he'll meet him at the campsite later. He's looking around for his sleeping bag, and when he finds it, he grabs it from the shelf, and then the entire shelf with everything on it just falls on top of him, and he says, well, this isn't good. And he's just completely crushed under the shelf with just his arms sticking out. He would have been dead. Thank you. Took the words out of my mouth. That man <laughs> would have been dead. All of his bones crushed, deceased, just absolutely dead in a ditch Rip. in the storage room. <laughs> the storage room has its own personal ditch just for him being dead. Yeah, it created Whoa, a ditch. When that, did this that buried ditch get him. here? Oh my God, is that a body? <laughs> oh my God, what? Well, we're back at the Shea apartment and Carly and Missy get back to the apartment and are talking about how fun the helicopter ride was. Carly asks if Missy wants Wahoo Punch and Missy goes, yeah, punch me. And Carly should have just punched her. (laughs) And what the fuck is Wahoo Punch? I think it's like, like, uh, Yahoo. Yeah. Like, I know, like a Yoohoo. Yeah, but Yoohoo doesn't have punch. Yoohoo is like chocolate milk. It's like milk. Yeah. But I think like the name was supposed to be it. But then they were like. It's it's going to be a fun name like that, but then something else. Mm. Well, I hated it. And Sam storms into the apartment carrying a pinata. Oh. Is it clicking now? 
is the Mexico clicking now? We are in Mexico and there is a piñata. We're literally in Guadalajara right now. The cartel is behind <laughs> us, but don't worry, Sam Puckett has them covered. She knows them. They're not going to harm us. They won't. We she's it protecting out before we us. Came. Well, she's carrying a piñata and Carly and Missy are finishing each other's sentences and say, "Oh, there you are." And Sam is like, "Yup." Here I, I go am. again on my own. <laughs> da -da -da -da. Carrying this damn pinata along. Da -da -da. There's no fucking candy inside. Da -da -da -da. I think that I might cry. I'm sorry. Sam is very clearly pissed that she did not get to hear Cersei's rendition of that beautiful song. <laughs> and Carly and Missy, still in sync, ask where the fuck. Sam was and why she didn't show up to the helicopter ride and Sam goes oh I showed up at a pinata factory I'm gonna say that if someone asked me like why why aren't you showing up in this relationship you're not oh, showing up in our marriage I showed oh up I showed up at, at a pinata factory <laughs> it's not my fault somebody texted me the wrong address I showed up <laughs> I showed up well Missy repeats and is like pinata and Sam's like, yeah, fucking pinata. That's what I just said, bitch. You don't fucking see the pinata in my hand. Like, don't ask me why I'm not showing don't up for ask this marriage me. because I am showing up for this I marriage. Am. Just at the wrong fucking place. Well, Carly says, you blew us off for Mexican candy? Did she not listen to my song? I clearly said there was no fucking candy at the pinata place. Carly, and open your fucking ears. Open your ears because Sam says, nope. The factory just makes pinatas, no candy. Just these colorful shells full of empty promises. And I was like, damn, that was kind of deep, Sam. Like, that was okay. very poetic. Yeah, that was. But again, like, why did she need to specifically say Mexican candy? Like, you could have just said you blew us off for candy. You blew us off for pinatas. Like, specifically Mexican candy. It's just, it, I don't like it. Second Mexico reference. I think this is one of those... <laughs> A, a, di a different ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh my so God, funny. Fuck. She I'm said Mexican so candy. <laughs> she has a piñata? Yeah. Whoa. Here, here's the thing. If she just would have said candy, it wouldn't have been funny. It wouldn't have been but funny. But she no. says Mexican candy, and boy, oh. we're losing our minds. Got him. Because um, other, ethnic other ethnicities are very funny. Very, very funny, funny to me. Because I'm To racist. me. <laughs> to me. Well, Sam then explains that she didn't blow them off. Missy texted her the wrong address, and when she tried to call them, they didn't answer her. And Carly's like, well, Missy told me that we needed to turn our phones off to not interfere with the helicopter radio. And Missy's like, um, I'm sure I texted you the right address. And she, like, whips her phone out, and Sam's like, yeah, no, you didn't. Mm -hmm. And it's like clearly clearly she did not text her the right fucking address like why would sam just go to the fucking pinata fat why would she go to a pinata factory a factory of all places doesn't make any sense yeah we all know what she really wants she wants that candy she doesn't want a fucking pinata well no she wants the meat festival that she should have gone to oh, yeah, that's what true. she wants true she doesn't want yeah. a fucking pinata factory it was like crazy that like she was being accused of like blowing them off instead of like hey where were you also why didn't they text her after the fact I, I don't know because Carly's a bad friend. So if, like if this were my friend, I'd be like, we're not getting on this fucking helicopter until Sam gets here. 
Yeah, I would have been like, she said she was coming. So, or I would have asked, I would have been like, okay, can you show me the text? Like, are you sure you texted her the right address? Or I would have texted her the te- the address too. Also, in what world are they getting there separately? Like, I they, don't know. She doesn't. Sam have a literally mom. doesn't. I. <laughs> the words out of my mouth. I was literally about to say, Sam literally doesn't have a mom. Like, Spencer drives her everywhere. She fucking Ubers everywhere. So, what the hell? Makes no sense. Cersei and I have shared our struggles with ADHD, anxiety, and depression with y'all countless times, and thankfully, we've both been able to talk to licensed professionals to help us navigate our lives while dealing with our mental health struggles. That's why we are so excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp, who is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you, and trust me, sometimes just being able to talk to someone about what is going on in your life can be very beneficial. BetterHelp has a broad range of expertise in their network of over 20,000 therapists, while offering video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So, you don't even have to see anyone on a camera if you don't want to. And, to top it all off, everything is completely confidential. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you will get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I Rewatch iCarly listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash I-R-I-C. That's betterhelp.com slash I-R-I-C. Well, Missy tells Sam to toss her her phone, which doesn't make sense to me at all because Missy had her phone open and could have just showed the text message from her own phone. So it makes no sense why she needs Sam's phone. But alas, Sam does not recognize that and she obliges and she throws it over. And instead of catching it, Missy just about hits it into the punch and it falls into the pitcher of punch right in front of Missy. Everyone is standing there, jaw on the floor. Including me. Yeah. And Sam runs over there and she goes, oh, man, she wahooed my phone (laughs) and grabs the phone out of the punch while trying to dry it off with a paper towel. Kids gather around. In this day and age, you got one cell phone every three years. No upgrades. No upgrades. No, no, uh, what's it called? Replacements. Uh No. First of all, phones were not waterproof. No. A little bit of rain could take them out. Second of all, there were these little tiny sensors on the inside where if it had water damage and you took it in and said, hey, this phone's defective, it randomly stopped working. They would know. They'd open it up and say, ah, see here, it's water damage. You have not been a good owner. Therefore, we're not liable. Therefore, no free phone for you. You can suffer. So this Mm -hmm. was a very big deal. Also, parents did not think that cell phones were like a a real thing. So it was a privilege. And like nowadays. It wasn't a necessity like like it is now. It was a privilege. It was like. It was more like having an iPad or something. Like, if if you broke it, it was not getting replaced. Like, yeah. oh, you weren't responsible enough to take care of that very expensive thing I bought you? Yeah, okay, then you're not getting sucks. another one. Yeah. So this is a bigger deal than we can conceptualize. My thought with this as well is we have to remember that Sam, like, is not rich. Sam mm-hmm. is not Carly. Sam is not Missy. Sam, like... Doesn't get orphan. Yeah, she's literally bisexual bisexual orphan. Ah ah ah! Like she's suffering. She's suffering. Like she doesn't even get like lunch made for her. She has fucking like cheese in a can for lunch. Yeah. Like 
the fact that she has a phone in the first place is a big deal. Crazy. And then the fact that it broke, she's not getting like there is no other one. Very like, clearly Missy's fault as well. Like yes, the way that that happened, how she just opened her hand and just like smacked it and like yeah, smack my phone to the punch. Like that's what <laughs> she did. Yeah, like she did not try to catch it at all. Like she didn't like put her hands out like this, like a little cup, like nothing. She just held like her hand like straight like flat it would have been more believable if like she went to grab it and it flew out and then flew into the yes punch. but the way it happened like it looked purposeful she was like yes. oh bink high five in the punch she literally like lobbied it yeah into the fucking thing what's that called a spike she was yeah playing, she spiked it in she was playing volleyball and she <laughs> said a bump set boom punch. boom boom well missy goes I don't know what to say. Bitch, say you're sorry. Okay, I didn't even think of that, but like, yeah. I don't know what to say. Literally, why don't you start with the easiest thing? I would have been crying thinking that like I broke somebody's phone. Like my best friend's best friend's phone. Anybody's phone. It could have been a random person. I would have been freaked out. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, bro. Okay, yeah. Especially being like the new best friend, like meeting like the established best friend. I actually would have shit myself in that moment as a sign of submission and then eaten the shit uh, <laughs> to express my deepest apologies and like gotten a checkbook. I don't have a checkbook, but I would have manifested one somehow with yeah. the sheer power of my embarrassment and wrote them a check for four cell phones and said, yeah. hey, the next four of these are on me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like it's, it was, I don't know what to say. Girl, that is when it like, as if before wasn't a red flag right then is when she absolutely lost me. Bye. And then it gets worse. Carly steps in saying that, oh, she didn't mean to do it. And it's like, Carly, why are you already saying that? Watch the tapes back. Roll it back. She absolutely did mean to do it. And even if she didn't mean to do it, you could still tell her to say sorry. Or the fact that she's not apologizing is a red flag. No, but also it's weird that her her instinct was to defend, defend that her. it was an honest mistake. Because I feel like in that moment, like you're... Like it's like I feel like when you everyone witnesses something, no one really needs to defend anyone. But the way it happened looked so purposeful. Yeah. And then Carly was like, "Oh, we can't have any tension. We can't have that." No. Uh, she didn't mean to. But it's also like Missy could have said that, being like, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that." That's what Missy needed to say instead of "I don't know what to say." And then Carly stepping in saying that it was an accident because Carly, you saying that it's an accident doesn't make it an accident because that missy's not saying it's an accident so yeah that's like if you purposefully killed someone and then i was just like she didn't mean to she that was that was an accident everybody it was an accident. if you find plans to this very calculated uh premeditated murder no you didn't it was an accident it was a lie it was a, it was all jokes it was all goose and gaffs she didn't mean it actually you are all idiots uh whatever what you just saw was performance art <laughs> it was uh, just a bit don't call the police um we're, we're, I got your back. You can commit murder. Hell yeah. I'll tell everyone it's a performance piece. Hell yeah. That's going to bite our asses when one of us commits murder and the other one tries to sell it off like a performance piece. Everything we say on this podcast is not serious. We're not even real people. We cannot be held liable for anything that we say. <laughs> we are AI generated girths. <laughs> we are bots. <laughs> we are NPCs. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Can't sue us. But Missy is like, oh, I got it. And then she runs over to her bag and pulls out. Now, I want you to list in your mind, everybody who's listening, what you think that this fucking bitch is going to pull out of this bag. 
I don't know. Let's think. A Glock. Is it a cell phone? Maybe. I was thinking a Glock. She was going to defend herself. A Glock. She was going to say, you thought you were going to come after me, Miss Pocket? She said, bop, bop, bop. Who's in Guadalajara now, bitch? <laughs> and then Carly has to be like, it's a performance peace officer. <laughs> Sam Puckett is not dead. Sam Puckett was, was never joking. here. She was just joking. <laughs> this is a bit for our show. It's called the iCarly webcast. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Um, mm. Well, I thought she was going to pull out a checkbook and be like, yes, it's on daddy. I thought checkbook, some cash, a cell phone, because I'm like, she's rich. Maybe she has an extra cell phone. Here's my old one. Or like her cell phone being like, here, you have mine. I'll get a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, oh, which also for the use in the audience. Yeah. Someone could just straight up give you their phone and all you do was put your fucking SIM card in it and it worked. And then and that's it. it. Fine. Yeah. Didn't need to go to T-Mobile. <laughs> what else? I was thinking, I don't know, maybe like some tissues, some paper towels, a, a yeah. towel. Anything rice, put it in yeah, a bag of rice. rice. Anything to like help. Um, no, what this bitch pulls out of her bag are some Persian chocolates. Which is Persia even Persia's not known for chocolate, I uh, don't think. I don't know. Um, but they're from her Aunt Gloria. Persia's not no longer a country. Uh, yeah. Well, so her Aunt Gloria got them. Apparently, they're very hard to get and very delicious, according to her. And she hands them to Sam, telling her that she wants her to have these. And Sam accepts the accepts the chocolate, which I, I'm not surprised about. Um, but not a single sorry was said. She didn't help Sam at all. She literally just gave her a box of chocolates, which she could have just given those to her anyway i was like a hi nice to meet you i don't know i like this was when i was like oh she's a fucking cunt like a capital c cunt like it makes no sense like i would have absolutely fucking punched her in the face and i would have left and texted my friend later and been like if you're still friends with that bitch tomorrow delete my number like you're fake that's what i should have said to belinda after you didn't (laughs) hug me back i should have given that fucking ultimatum (laughs) <laughs> we find ourselves in the storage room. Spencer wait, wait, is pinned wait. to the floor, wriggling under the shelf. Ooh. I'd like to pin someone to the floor and watch them wriggle, Ooh. but not him. I miss his season one hair. This is yeah. not doing it for me. Mm-mm. I will no longer be horny for Spencer Shea. Nope. We're gone. He tries to reach for his phone, but he can't. He can't. And he's desperately trying to get to his phone because he needs to call Cersei and Natalie and be like, listen, please, please. I need you guys to thirst after me. It's my only please. sense of self-esteem. Please, please, please. Please, please invite me back to Paris, please. But it's too far away. And even worse, his ringtone is ass. It's ass. It's an ass caked in shite that's going to be inspected <laughs> and sent to and the sent. island. Sent to quarantine on the island on the stinky man butthole onion ring island. <laughs> stinky man butthole on- Get your tickets, get your tickets, get your stinky tickets. man butthole onion ring island. They're selling out fast. <laughs> Are you tired of women telling you what to do? Are you tired of your girlfriend telling you you can't play Fortnite five days straight? Are you tired of not cleaning your ass and getting shame for it? Are you tired of being expected to have basic human decency and empathy <laughs> head over to stinky man onion ring island <laughs> stinky man butthole onion ring island where there's no empathy no clean buttholes and no women just Ay. stinkies 
Just stinky guys doing stinky guy things. What's better than this? Stinky hey. guys being stinky dudes. <laughs> Hey, ladies, ladies, and gentlemen, dailies. Do you want to save money, have fun, and be satisfied? Well, Adam and Eve and iRewatch iCarly are here for you. Get 50% off a new toy, lube, or almost anything else you desire. Simply use IRIC at checkout to claim your discount. You'll also get three bonus items and six movies for free on top of free shipping. What? It doesn't matter what you choose, all will be packaged and sent to you discreetly. This is an exclusive offer specific to the I Rewatch iCarly podcast, so be sure to support us by using code IRIC at checkout when you shop at adamandeve.com. Have fun and you're welcome. Sam takes a bite of one of the special chocolates, and when asked how they are, she goes, oh, I don't know. It's, oh, man, I'm going to come in my little panties. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Missy asks, do you forgive me? Do you forgive me? Say it. Say you forgive me. Sam's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgive you, Missy. So good. Carly's like, wait, hold on. Carly really is Belinda. Carly's like, ah. Didn't expect it to get gay. Like, they're literally fucking. Like, literally. She said, damn, they queer. <laughs> I didn't know I was friends with a bunch of baguettes. What the fuck? What the hell? I didn't realize I was in Paris. What? <laughs> Missy asked Carly, have you ever tried being a little less gay? Uh, Missy asked Carly if she asked Spencer about their sleepover tonight. But she forgot to. So she'll try to call him. I was like, since when does Carly need to ask Parmesan for anything? I I don't know. And even she she continues to say, like, oh, well, he already left for his trip. So 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 why does it matter? Shouldn't you ask Miss Benson for permission then? Because isn't she watching you? But then also like that ne- like I'm pretty sure the next day happens. Like that never ha- like nothing no. this goes nowhere. Well, so I don't understand why they even brought up that plot line at all. Because she never comes to like check in on Carly. No, she the actress is not even in this episode. No. Like so why did the why did they need to bring up stinky butthole when like they literally were just like Carly you fucking stink and we need to talk about it. <laughs> and that was it. Like it doesn't That was it. That was it. That that's the whole plot line and then they were like, yeah, fuck the rest. We don't need Miss Benson in this episode. Yeah, it was like that that whole thing went nowhere and then their sleepover also goes nowhere. Like I'm I'm fairly certain, like, the next day occurs and, like, uh, yeah, nothing, no, nothing happens. Nothing happens with either of these plot lines. No, it's it's literally this this conversation happens just so that she can call Spencer and she could yeah. have called him for, like, something else. Also, like, it, we could have cut to him, like, struggling with the phone going off and not known who was calling him. Yeah. Or even just Sako still calling him because it could have been Sako asking where he is like bro we have plans in your mia with you know like no one would have guessed like bro i'm here with two fucking bitches from the junkyard and my grandma and they're both sucking my <laughs> dick while my grandma washes you're missing out the other one was supposed to be for you but now they're both on me <laughs> spencer is still trapped under the shelf mm-hmm. his phone is ringing ring, 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 ring. out of reach and from upstairs we see the one, the only, 
Ochoa's descending ah! from above. And what does Ochoa do? What does he do? He goes Ochoa, Ochoa mode. mode. Spencer asks for help, so he <laughs> takes Spencer's phone, closes the gate to the storage unit, and locks Spencer in. Mm-hmm. And it was then I noticed that there is, oh. in fact, a bejeweled blue toilet Ooh. in the storage unit. And I was like, that's kind of swaggy. I would like that. I'd take a shit in there. I would take a shit in there. Conveniently, at this moment, when Spencer hears of me shitting, he suddenly <laughs> frees himself and tries to leave, but quickly realizes that the doors to the unit have been locked. <gasps> he goes, dude, what's up? Ochoa goes, you don't recognize me, do you? <laughs> And Spencer's like, <laughs> like no, why should I? <laughs> Boom. Mega zoom in at the realization. Oh, my God. You're the kid from the lobby when I was filling in for Lubert. Yeah. You told my dad on me and got me grounded. Spencer tries to apologize, but Ochoa says, it's too late for sorry. Now you're it's grounded, monkey. And then hits his racquetball off the fence right in front of Spencer's face. Whoa, I'm sweating right now. This kid has such a robust catalog of insults, and yes. I have to give him props because he's terrifying. You're grounded, monkey, monkey. <laughs> and then hit him with a fucking ball. Like, that's so insulting. It's so insulting. Like, he's a grown man. Like, he's a grown man, and that is a child. Like, a child just did that to you. How are you going to go? How are you going to go on with your day after that? How are you going to live? Dude, imagine imagine a child locking you in somewhere and calling you, like, a monkey. I would literally kill myself at that point. Like, what do you mean? How am I supposed to just live my life knowing that a child locked me in? That kid better hope. Better hope that I kill myself because if I free myself, <laughs> it's dead. him or me. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry to their parents, but you raise an animal and he's going to die like one. Like, Yeah, he's the monkey that, yeah. that is going to get caged up. That was crazy. Fuck that kid. It was That was legitimately terrifying, though. Like, like, I know we talked about it the first time he was in the episode. Yeah. But that child is actually possessed by a demon because there's oh there is raw evil energy in there there's no way yeah there is evil in that child it resides within him like he he delivers those lines too well too well all too well taylor swift (laughs) he's scary so you lock me in a cage (laughs) just to treat me like a monkey And hit me with a ball. And oh, the other thing I wanted to say, I forgot, but like there is no physical way that Spencer got out of underneath that shelf on his own. Oh yeah, no. And it was so it was so random and so randomly yes. timed and nothing made sense. And it wasn't like we were watching him like almost wiggle out, almost no. wiggle out. Oh, it was just so out close. of nowhere. Oh, so close. It was like, yeah. It was like nothing, nothing, nothing. Boom, he's out. And then boom, he's out. Boom. It made no sense. And there's no way that that that, that man does not have at least one broken bone. You're gonna tell me he just like casually got up. You're gonna and tell was me he's to okay. Go. You're gonna you're gonna look you're me gonna in my sit eyes. There and tell me he's okay. You're gonna tell me. You're gonna tell me that right now. No, I don't believe it. Medical degree revoked. That man should be dead. <laughs> Take away their degrees. Yeah, board certified. My ass. My ass. Which is clean. Which is why I'm not getting sent <laughs> to Stinky, Stinky Island. Man. Butthole Onion Ring Island. Not for me. Well, we're in the studio now, the Studes, and Sam comes into the Studes. We up in the Studes. We are up in the Studes. Sam comes into the Studes. She's coughing up a storm, gagging, and holding a trash can to her stomach, and she looks like absolute shit. And Fred is like, damn, girl, you look like 
absolute <laughs> fucking shit. He calls like he sees it. And Sam is like, yeah, I know. I feel like but All right, first true warning COVID. That <laughs> hack was like something that you would hear in a fucking ICU ward like a year ago. Yeah. True warning. This is clearly a stand in for I feel like ass. Yes. Because no one in the history of ever has ever uttered the phrase I feel like but. No. They had to censor it and it's not fair. Yeah. And it's so obvious and bad and awful because sometimes the censorings are funnier than the actual. Yes. And this was not one of those cases. No. No. Also, third trigger warning, iCarly has some genuinely hilarious dialogue. (laughs) Trigger warning, iCarly, good writing. Makes you laugh. (laughs) Trigger warning, you turn on Nickelodeon and you're laughing harder than you do at Saturday Night Live. Um, (laughs) And then you have to reevaluate your life and who you are as a person and where you're headed. And if this was all worth it, you know, should you have gone to college? Yeah. Did you waste four years of your life? Maybe. Is having a stable job really all it's cracked up to be? Should you just be homeless? Yeah. Or perhaps a bartender again? Perhaps. And this is what iCarly does to you. Yeah. Trigger warning. These are the things that haunt my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, trigger warning, genuinely funny dialogue. Sam tries <laughs> to explain exactly how sick she feels. So she goes to Fred. Remember that time you dared me to lick the swing set? And Freddie goes, No. I said, Sam, don't lick the swing set. Then you said, don't tell me what to do, Benson. And then you lick the swing set. <laughs> I lulled. I was like, that, okay, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> well, Sam tells Fred that Missy gave her rancid chocolate. And Fred is like, Ugh. why would she do that? And Sam is like, she's trying to get rid of me. And Fred starts to say that there's no way that that's possible. But Sam grabs Fred by the collar and yells, Look at the facts. She went, when she delivered that line, she went Ochoa mode. She was like, <laughs> look at the facts. She was Boom! possessed. And like hell like lifted onto earth and there were like flames coming there up were behind flames. her. flames. Freddy, observe the, the facts. facts. <laughs> yeah, like scared. she, she became possessed. She was holding yeah. on to Fred and she starts to list all of the different fucked up things Missy has done to her while coughing and gagging in Fred's face. And this is literally how COVID was spread. Yes. Absolutely. It started here, not with Jeremy. Yes. Moving on, Missy and Carly come skipping into the studio. And Carly's like, who's ready for a little eye cough? Oh, my God, Sam, you look horrible. You look disgusting. You look literally rancid. You look like you belong on Stinky Doodoo Onion Ring Island. <laughs> And Sam is about to throw up in the trash can and she goes, I've heard. And I feel like that's also like when you feel like shit, mm-hmm. you don't want people to continue to tell you that you look like shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. I feel like shit. I know I look like shit. And Missy's like, what happened? And Sam gets right up in her face, the power of the Ochoa taking over her and goes, like, you don't know. Carly's like, listen, there's no way you can do the show tonight. And Sam is like, no, 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 no. Like, I can do it. But then she goes, oh, no. And she runs to the back and starts throwing up in the trash bin. She comes back out and goes, does anyone have a mint? Okay, so when this happened, she had already been, like, holding the trash bin in front of her and, like, gagging and heaving into it. So when she suddenly, like, went white and sprinted into the back, I thought it was because she suddenly needed <laughs> shit in the bucket because she couldn't hold it for the bathroom. And, like, the way that the noises were, like, it sounded like she was having, like, liquid diarrhea. She also sounded like she was throwing up. Well, 
in hindsight, yes. Yes. But in the moment, it was enough for my brain to be like, oh my oh, God, she's dude, she's shitting, shitting in the bucket. <laughs> we have finally found the they, them bucket. <laughs> she's had it the whole time. She's had it the whole time. But then my dreams were shattered when she came out and requested a single mint. I was like, oh, it was coming oh. up that end. Not yeah. that end. Not the onion ring end. Yeah, no. Her onion ring was... um. It was not an onion ring at all. No. It was uh, a little balloon knot. <laughs> it was a clean little balloon knot. It's very clean, whatever it is. The other end, not so clean. <laughs> yeah, she need a mint. She need a mint. Fred announces that there's 30 seconds until showtime, and Sam gets set up in front of the camera. She's like, all right, five, four, three, two, one. Like, let's do this thing. But then she collapses to the ground. Mm. Carly says, that's it. She's canceling the show for tonight. But Missy offers to help her host. Sam says that she can do it. But Carly instructs her to go downstairs and lie on the couch because she is way too sick to host tonight. And she says that she'll be downstairs as soon as she can when the show is over to help take care of her. Sam obliges and slowly walks out. And that's when you should have known. Mm-mm. As well, that something was off because she offered a little bit way too quick to help you host when your friend is sick. That is a non-transferable position. Yes. If it was Freddie and someone was like, Freddie, do you want me to do the tech stuff? Like, that's way more of like, a, I'm helping the show go on. Yes. But can I host? No. That is, I'm stealing the show. Yes. I'm committing theft. That is, there are two hosts. Either, Carly, you host the show by yourself or you host it with Samantha. You do not host it with somebody else. Yeah. That is disrespectful. Mm-mm. Carly asks Missy if she knows what she's doing, and she's like, yep, I've seen iCarly a bunch of times, which to me was very stalkerish. Yeah, that's weird. It if was you, weird. If, like, if I was, like, really good friends with someone, and then, like, I reconnected with them, and then I jokingly mentioned our podcast, and they're like, oh, yeah, I listen all the time. I'd be like, what? And then you, like, want to take over, like, as a host? Like, that's that's where I'm like, that's weird. That would just be too much. Well, Fred doesn't think anything of it of course he counts him down and missy steps in like a natural like too much of a natural too much of a natural carly hits the random dancing button and while the girls are going crazy going stupid sam is standing outside of the door all around me are familiar faces places places all around me are familiar places worn out paces poopy buttholes She's standing outside of the door watching them about to literally k-word herself. All I could think about was someone doing this to us. Oh, like trying to steal the show? Yeah, like like one of us, like one of our friends jumps in and like tries to oust the other one. And then like we need to record. And then they're like, oh, I can I'll record. Do like no. I would literally be like, the f- no, I would literally never. Like it doesn't make like this is I rewatch iCarly with Sam and I almost said with Sam and Natalie with Sam and Carly. <laughs> I cut myself out of the equation. I said with Sam and, and Natalie. Natalie with Sam fucking and Natalie. Sam and Cersei are truly one. There is no Sam. There is no Cersei. It's just one. With Sam and Natalie, like I would Carly. Carly, you got to get out, too, because Carly, you got to go, girl. You got to go. It would just like it would make no sense. It would make no sense. I would be so offended that like 
that like you would accept somebody else hosting the show yeah so quickly like that yeah when it's just it was like so fast she was like really are you are you sure like, what do you mean, really? Are you sure? Like, your friend is literally, like, fucking dying. Also, I thought it was rude that, like, the show was going on. Cancel the show for one night or do it on your own. Yeah, I thought it was so rude that the show was going on in general because Carly was like, okay, we're going to finish this, then we'll check up on you. Like, bitch, your friend has the fucking plague. Yes. Like, you can repeat a fucking episode. Like, it's not that serious. No. Go downstairs and make her some fucking soup. Like, oh, yeah, hang out for an hour, then we'll meet you. Yeah. Like, give me, like, 10 minutes or something. Like, BRB, I'm going to go take care of my friend, and then we'll start the show a little bit late. Like, what? Also, just- That's your friend. That's your best friend. The way that Missy, like, had, like, the intro down, and, like, the the way that they didn't need to rehearse it was just so fucking unbelievable. Yes! Hi, I'm Carly. Yes. And I'm Missy. No. And this is iCart. Like, what? No, no, no. I, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it, because how does- Miss fucking Missy know what to do when iCarly is different every single week. Mm-mm. Every single week, the only things that are consistent are, like, random dancing and, like, the intro. And not even the intro all the time. How did she know that this was not an iSamo week? How does she know? iSamo! iSamo! How did she not she know? know? So, like, did she go to, like, is this insinuating that she went to rehearsal as well? Yeah, right? And, like, watch them or something because they always have rehearsals. So if she wasn't there, she wouldn't know what the whole show is. So at that point, Carly could have just done it by herself. I hated this. The whole thing was suspect. I hated this and I hated Carly for being such a shitty fucking friend. Yeah. I don't I, I don't think Sam would have done this to Carly if the roles were reversed. Oh, yeah. No, no. She would she would slit her wrists and fall backwards. Yeah. From a bungalow she'd been like okay cancel the show for the night like she wouldn't have hesitated she would kill the show if it would mean taking care of iCarly yeah taking care of iCarly taking care of Carly (laughs) taking care of iCarly you gotta kill something if you love it (laughs) you know what would make Sam feel so much better what if she had some liquid Liquid IV IV. run it run it run it I'm gonna grab another beer You probably already know this, but three out of four Americans are dehydrated. That's 75% of us. Dehydration can cause fatigue, brain fog, wrinkles, and a whole slew of other things. I hate butt chugging water and running to the bathroom every five minutes, and I'm so happy that there's an easier way to hydrate. Liquid IV uses breakthrough science of cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. Just add the non-GMO electrolyte powder to your water and let CTT do the rest. And even better, our listeners get 25% off plus free shipping when using code EveryWatchICarly or the link in our episode description. Stay sexy and hydrated. Wow. Wow. Those ads made me horny. (laughs) I love the sound of our voices when we're narrating stuff. Me too. Speaking of the sound of our own voices while we're narrating stuff, send me some fucking Mune because we are back at the Shea Apartmente. Carly brings Sam some chicken soup for the they them soul. And Sam goes, aw, just like mom never made. TikTok would literally be like, stop trauma dumping about your abusive mother. How fucking dare you mention something in passing that happened to you, you fucking trauma dumper. You trauma dumper. You're weird for that. You're so weird for mentioning that. 
Sam takes a spoonful of soup, but stops herself and goes, wait, did Missy touch this? Did she? Did she put her grubby little fingers on it? Did she put her little brown starfish in it? <laughs> her little onion ring? <laughs> little fucking crispy onion ring? <laughs> what island does she belong to anyway? Carly's like, Missy is not out to get you. She likes you. She invited you to ride a fucking helicopter, dude. You, you should be fucking grateful, you idiot. You're so lame. You'd never get invited in a helicopter without Missy. So maybe you should like get on your hands and your knees and like bow fucking down. Yeah. And like, don't bite the puss that feeds you. Do you know what I mean? Right. She offered to buy you a new phone and gave you some fancy Persian chocolates. Yeah. I was like, uh. No, she did not offer to buy her a new phone. She didn't even fucking apologize. She just gave her chocolates and was like, kill yourself. I'm like, I'm guessing we're meant to believe this happened off camera, but like also I would like to see it. Yeah, but like, are we meant to believe that? Or is Carly just projecting and thinking that she did? Carly's just making shit up. Yeah. She's... What do you mean? She wasn't even in the room when your phone broke. Like, that <laughs> happened, like, when you were alone. What do you mean? You literally dunked it in the punch yourself, you fucking idiot. You literally said, hey, look at what I can do with my phone and put it in the Wahoo. Hey, look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what was happening earlier with the swing. Freddie yeah. was, in fact, like, I dare you to look the swing, you pussy, <laughs> if you don't look at your puss. And she was like, I'm no puss. I'm no <laughs> puss. <laughs> And then they lied. And then now she's just getting gaslit. Like, she's so she's so quirky. She just did that by herself. Yeah. Sam's like, well, check out the expiration date on those chocolates and hands her the box. Carly looks at the box and goes, I can't read this. It's in foreign. <laughs> I'm in foreign. Mm-hmm. In my foreign whip. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, just insert general comment about, like, the weird fucking xenophobia in the 2000s like it's yeah like it's not like you can't be like oh it's it's racism but it is but it is because it's like everything that isn't like standard whiteness is just in this group of other yeah you know like i don't know why i don't know how to explain like how like dehumanizing it is but they've they've said this exact comment before they have said i can't read this or i don't understand this it's in foreign like this exact sentence has been said before on this show yeah and this exact conversation that we are trying to have right now about xenophobia yeah we've had this exact conversation before it's just it's just a fucking loop like it's just it's unnecessary. Sam says she looked it up, which I was impressed because it was not like a Germanic alf- alphabet based fucking language. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, It was Farsi. Yeah. Yeah. The one that goes backwards. Yes. Well, Persians speak Farsi. Oh, yeah. Well, I just know that it's written backwards. <laughs> it's written right to left instead of left to right. Yeah. There's a name. for. I think it's literally called like a script based language because it's like you have the. I don't fucking know. I don't have any thoughts. I don't know. You're asking the wrong bitch. I can barely read, so. Yeah, I mean, it clearly same. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. But it, it's <laughs> it's ba- it's one of those languages where it's like you look at it and you can't put it in on a, on a keyboard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm impressed because I've, this bitch did not have the fucking Google phone thing where you could just point your camera at it and translate well, it. Oh, she doesn't have a phone, period. Period. Yeah, no phone, no Google. Even if she did have Google phone, she would, she would have, she has no phone. But I'm like, how did she, like, this isn't. This is not a. St- this is a non non American standard alphabet language. How the fuck did she like look it up? I don't know. Anyway, that's beside the point. She said that somehow <laughs> she became a genius, learned how to somehow. transcribe. La- she had the Rosetta Stone. Yeah, she transcribed it like old fashioned times. <laughs> Her mom was she- dating a translator. That's what happened. <laughs> and then she asked him. <laughs> Her mom was dating a guy at the British Museum, and he smuggled <laughs> the literal Rosetta Stone over to her to help her transcribe it. Uh huh. 
but she looked it up and discovered that the expiration date was 1992. And then she says the hardest bar of all <laughs> that chocolate's older than the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I was like, damn, okay. But I was like, isn't the Fresh Prince of Bel Air fresh? Like, why has he got to be old? But um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like I, I'm like. I feel like it's like the Fresh Prince like is not even that old. Yeah. Especially in this time. He was still pretty fresh, you know? I looked it up and the show started in nineteen ninety. When did it end? I think nineteen ninety two. Oh really? Dude, all these two season shows that had like this huge cultural impact. Fucking Lizzie McGuire only had two seasons. Can you believe it? I know. How crazy is that? How fucking wild. No, sorry. It aired from nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety six. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense because 96 is the year I was born. And it was still and two beings that fresh could not coexist at the same time. <laughs> so when I was born, the Fresh Prince had to end. It's true. Carly says Missy is not, not trying to hurt Sam. But Sam insists that she's trying to replace her as Carly's BFF. Carly says that Sam's being paranoid. Again, Sam's like, when have Again. I ever been paranoid? Again. Carly's like, well, when you first met Luber, you thought he was an undercover cop. And Sam's like, well, no one has a word that big. I thought it was a press-filled <laughs> surveillance camera. And I'd just like to say, the first time I read that, I thought it said pussy surveillance pussy. camera. Um, Carly continues and goes, and you thought Gibby was a mermaid. And Sam's like, he hates wearing shirts. Coincidence? Not to me. I'm convinced. Not to me. Yeah, no. And I'm also convinced that Lubert is an undercover cop. Like, I would believe it. Before we even get into the into the logic that's happening here, let's just get to the wart, which there's been a lot of debate about this wart. So now the wart is pussy. Not pussy. It's yeah. pussy. Not pussy. So it's neither a wart nor a mole so it's a pimple because it's filled with pus like what yeah. is this growth on his face because every time we hear about it it changes and i just want i want sound logic is it a wart is it a mole logic is not answering the phone and the reason why he's not answering the phone on this wart slash mole slash pimple is because he's an undercover cop and it's fake yeah like sam has a great let's invite sam to to a and to iron on because she is making some great points right now well, babes, I'm going to say that she's up. busy because she <laughs> is, like, on the phone with Logic. Like, Logic has entered the building. Her and Sam are friends. Sam had artist passes at Coachella. She knows Bobby Tarantino personally. Personally. She helped him through his fucking divorce. Yeah. Like, she was collaborating with Logic on these ones. Like, she yes, was like, Uber is fully an undercover cop. Yes. That that pussy that pussy thing on his on his face the pussy surveillance camera that's why they don't know what it is is the word is the this or it, no it's a fucking device it's a surveillance camera it's watching it's looking and it knows also gibby as a who has more mermaid-esque energy on this show than gibby no one nobody so we have found logic yeah he knows sam yeah I don't know if we found him. Yeah, but no, Sam we, definitely Sam found, found him. him. Sam hung out with him, and we're trying to get the connects, but it's it's really tough. She was like, "I don't just because he gave me artist passes doesn't mean he's gonna give you artist <laughs> Does, passes." He only had one extra. Like, I'm so sorry. Um, it's like so hard to get multiple. Yeah, and like we can maybe get you like a regular pass, but you guys just like aren't really good looking enough for backstage. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you don't know what these lounges look like. You know, like it's like models. It's like crazy. And you guys are podcasters. Yeah. So let's, let's like 
Let's humble you really quickly, please. Carly asks Sam if she's jealous of Missy. Sam's like, I'm not jealous of Missy. First of all, her name's fucking Missy. Yeah. What is there to be jealous of? Also, if if Sam was jealous of Missy, one, why would Carly ask that? And two, Sam would never admit it. Also, three, what like what would she be jealous? What what is there to be jealous about? Like she literally showed up in your life for a second. If anybody's jealous, it's Missy. Yeah. T. So T. Carly begs Sam to just give Missy a chance, but Sam's like, I did give her a chance, and she gave me a Persian chocolate stomach bomb. Carly forces Sam to get up and say that they're going to go talk to Missy and straighten things out. Sam tries to eat another piece of chocolate, but Carly goes, what are you doing? And smacks (laughs) that out of her hand. And Sam's just like, it's so damn so good. good. It made me cream my little panties. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say uh, the way that Carly said, what are you doing was so fucking annoying. But then you were like, I'm going to cream my little panties. <laughs> no, that's what Sam said. Sam said that. Oh, oh my bad. I forgot yeah. you were quoting. Direct quote. Yeah, it was a direct quote. But I agree. The way that she said it was very annoying. And um, So you agree. The way that she said it was very annoying. So you agree. Well, Spencer is trapped in the Ochoa Penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> Alert, new penitentiary has just been built. Oh, it, it's the, wait, this is the penitentiary on the, like, dirty butthole island. <laughs> the Ochoa Penitentiary. It's for men. And Ochoa is the king of dirty butthole island. <laughs> He's, like, standing there at the top, like. He's like, yeah, my butthole's so dirty. Everybody's- I'm the warden of this place. <laughs> Anybody with a clean butthole. Ochoa Penitentiary. (laughs) Well, Spencer's trying to escape, yelling at Ochoa to please, please let me out. I've suffered enough. I'll show you my butthole. I won't wipe for a week, I swear, please. (laughs) I'll keep it nice and dirty. Please let me out. But Ochoa, he does not care. He yells back, um... I'm trying to focus on this game right now as he has like a little fucking PSP in his hands and they just took the logo off, but it's literally a PSP. Here's the thing about time. Like (laughs) if you asked me when a PSP came out, I would think it came out like five years after this episode aired. No, it was like a while ago. Dude, time is crazy. Time is crazy. We're almost 30. Shut the fuck up. Spencer paces and comes back to the gate and gets serious. All right. If you don't let me out within the next 30 fucking seconds, I'm going to call the police, Spanky specifically, and tell them that you kept me prisoner in here. And then you're going to be in more trouble than you. And Ochoa sprays Spencer with a water gun. And Spencer screams in pain and distress and agony because Spanky is not coming to his rescue. (laughs) Spencer sniffs his shirt and goes, wait, is this water? And Ochoa responds, you wish it was water. (laughs) It's piss. It's piss. Piss gone, piss gone, piss gone, piss gone, gone, piss on him back, piss on him back. Go on on with your dick out, piss on the kid, piss on the kid. He's only a few feet in front of you. If you just whip your dick out, you can aim it and you can hit him and there can be piss on piss crime and he would deserve it because he was shooting piss at you first. Yeah. So like piss on him, piss on him. Jack Sparrow and Adam Wiseman, piss kink, confirmed. They said foot stuff. 
Nah, uh, we're the piss, piss king. Piss Give us king. a good golden shower. Hey, literally with the fucking uh, toilet sitting next to him too. Literally, they were like, "This is this is where the girls will go to the bathroom. This is where they're gonna piss, and they'll spray their little urine everywhere." Pissies. Well, Spencer starts to lose his mind as he should because he's covered in fucking piss. Spencer's gonna tell a tell a joke and be like, "But I'm." <laughs> And then piss on the kid. But, um, <laughs> Well, Spencer starts to lose it, as he should, because he's literally doused in Ochoa piss. And he asks Ochoa, what? What do you want to let me free? What do you need? Do you need money? Do you need power? Do you need an ostrich? Do you he need me to piss on ostrich? you? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm fully loaded right now. I can't I'll do piss. it. I'll piss. Yeah, oh, why but does he like, still have the ostrich? That's what I want to know. But does he? Because we have not seen the ostrich since the what was it like? Fucking ten episodes ago. What? It was a long time ago. Uh, whenever the fuck he was telling the ostrich not to look up ostrich porn, that that was like a fever dream. Yeah. Also, I mean, I guess he has his daddy's money. It was a long time ago. So where, like, is the ostrich on the ostrich farm? I was like, if if it's anywhere and it's not in the apartment, it's in the storage room downstairs, and it's not there. So. Where is he? Where are you, ostrich? Ochoa does not want any of that, especially not the ostrich. <laughs> no, he wants Spencer to suffer the way that he suffered. And Spencer's like, what? And Ochoa clarifies that Spencer got him grounded for two days. Oh, my God. 48 hours. <laughs> so that's how long he's going to keep him trapped in there. You've heard of Consuela's revenge. Now get ready for Ochoa's revenge. (laughs) But, like, again, terrifying. Like, this child legitimately causes nightmares for me personally. The piss, that was, that's actually crazy. A kid with a little gun full of piss. That's crazy. Like, he pissed in that. That has to be illegal. Like, you you can't just be pissing on people like that. It's crazy. And then, and then holding them hostage, like, this is literally like a serial killer shit like the tone of your voice sounded so like um like yeah this is crazy like can you do that like how would you even <laughs> like, like how would i even do that like, like, like so if i were to whoa like oh could like, you like maybe write like a few steps on like how to do that like if you like, like you sounded so like, insincere you were like <laughs> yeah like how would someone even oh just asking for a friend maybe <laughs> um <laughs> But Spencer crouches down and is like, okay, okay, listen, I really shouldn't tell you this, but come here, come here, come here, come here. And Ochoa comes right up to the gate and asks, all right, like, what, what is it? Like, what do you want? And Spencer's like, listen, you got to promise not to tell anyone. And Ochoa, he's a little bit intrigued. He's like, all right, I'm listening. Spencer puts his hands through the hole in the gate and tries to grab the keys from Ochoa and he's holding him up by his shirt, literally physically assaulting this child but Ochoa he's too powerful he's a demon and he frees himself from Spencer's grip and then sprays him with the piss gun again as Spencer towers in fear soaked in piss soaked in piss literally drenched head to toe in Ochoa's piss it's a golden soaking disgusting it was was that was crazy like this whole second plot line is literally insane Anyway, let's swim on over to dry land. We are at the groovy smoothie. 
The girlies are all sitting down. Wait, the island, it. the island of the stinky butthole is literally <laughs> the water is just Ochoa's piss. Like, <laughs> instead of the river sticks, it's and the river the- piss. <laughs> Guards, they don't have like actual guns or anything. They just they have, have piss, piss guns. guns. Yeah, keep it stinky. <laughs> Spanky is definitely like the head of the of the officer who's like he's up in there. Yeah, he's he's not the warden, but he's like whatever. Like the warden's like secondhand henchman. Yeah, <laughs> is there like a sheriff? Yeah, well, I mean, there could be. I don't know. Ask him. Guys- it's his island. <laughs> Any prison guards listening, uh, comment down below how the prison system works internally. Leave um, a comment. Comment down below um, if you've ever peed on anyone on the job. <laughs> if you have, I hope you go to jail because that's fucked up. So we're, we have we have swam through the river piss swim. into the clearer waters and we are at the groovy smooth. We're there. The girlies are all sitting at one table together and Carly's yes, like, see, best alert. it was all just a misunderstanding. And Missy Aww. agrees and adds that she would never, ever get between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if you don't believe me, I swear I'll walk out of here right now and never bother either of you ever, ever again. Sam's like, okay, bitch, say less. Bye. Carly <laughs> yells at her, and Sam concedes that maybe she was being a little paranoid. Paranoid. Missy says that she would never do anything mean to her on purpose, and that she's just, like, so sorry about, like, everything. Carly's like, Sam, isn't there something you want to say? And Sam's like, I still think Gibby's a mermaid. Carly's like, okay, anything else? <laughs> and she else? should stay with that opinion. <laughs> yeah, don't add anything else, bitch. No. Sam's like, I'm sorry I thought you were trying to get rid of me. And then Carly's like, okay, cool, cool. So glad we're all friends now. And they're like, hell yeah. And Carly's like, mm, let's celebrate friendship with the sipping of smoothies. And says so she'll be right back and gives them both a noogie. It was it was very demeaning. I didn't like that. Where she's she like, like, oh, my little my, kids. My little friends who fight over friends. my attention Aww. because I'm just the alpha here. Aw, cute. Right? Yeah, I I don't it, I hated this whole interaction. Like it was so forced. I hated it. Um, but more importantly, <laughs> there's a blonde guy in the background by the counter of the groovy smoothie, and apparently that is Josh Peck in a wig. Funny enough, this is what people say about me when they catch me in the back <laughs> of one of their photos. <laughs> oh my god, is that Josh Peck in a wig? Oh my god. Sam tries to ask Missy if that chick over there is Josh Peck in a wig because there's rumors floating around <laughs> and we can't tell. Mm. Sam tries to ask Missy if Carly's changed much since they were friends eight years ago. And Missy goes, oh, shut up. <laughs> Sam pauses, looks around, doesn't see anybody and is like, mm, who exactly were you just talking to? Because I know it was not me. And Missy's like, um, you bitch. Carly was my best friend first and I'm taking her back. Sam's like. I knew it. Damn. Miss Carly Shay's too nice to see the evil in people, but me, I see it. I see it. And I hope you know your blood type because I think you're going to need some when I'm done with you. Missy's like, okay, whatever. I know you can beat me up, but you won't. And when Sam's like, why? Missy explains that if you do anything to me at all, Carly is going to think you started it. She adds, I mean, just look at this week. You were right about everything you accused me of and carly still didn't believe you (laughs) and anyway you really think carly's gonna like you after you beat up her best friend (gasps) sam's like uh 
I'm her best friend. And Missy goes, yeah, try were. Carly comes back holding smoothies and happily yells out, yay, smoothies for three. (laughs) One for Missy and one for Sam. And then hands them each their smoothies. Missy is all smiles, but Sam crushes the cup in her hands. And Carly goes, whoa, defective cup. I hated that. Bitch, try reading the fucking room. Try reading the room. It was so awkward. I was like, this is weird. Also, the the comeback in these fucking dialogues, crazy. <laughs> burn after burn after burn. This was like the when Real Housewives of Seattle. Yeah, like literally. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I was whoa, waiting whoa. for the table flip. I was like, God damn. But I just want to say, Natalie, if you ever told me that someone was trying to replace you, I would believe you because you're very replaceable. I'm joking. I just wanted to say that because I wish that Missy would have said it to Sam. It was a, I was joking. I was joking. Natalie, if anyone were trying to replace you, I would kill them. I would kill them. I would murder them with my bare hands. I would do anything. No, you you said what you said. You said what you said. And that's it. I'm quitting the podcast. That's it. Because I'm so easily replaceable. Okay. Bye. I hate you. I hate you. Bye. I could never find another Natalie. I was going to say something very serious about this, but I'm going to save it for later. Wait, and no, later say- is literally right now. <laughs> Enough time has passed. <laughs> I've gotten over it. <laughs> so Fred and Sam are in the hallway and Sam is trying to tell Fred what Missy said to her at the Groovy Smooths. But Fred says that he just doesn't believe her. And that there's no way that Missy would have ever said that to her. Fred is like, maybe Carly is right. And you are just jealous of Missy. Sam, absolutely defeated, says, okay, fine. Don't believe me. And just walks away. Why did this really hurt my feelings? I did not like that he didn't believe her. Like, that's your future fucking wife. Yeah. And like, why would you not believe her? What a weird thing to lie about. I didn't like that he didn't believe her. Well, I'm going to get serious because this reminded me of trigger warning sexual assault. Oh my God. <laughs> like when people don't believe women. Because it's like, it's like Sam is literally telling you exactly what happened and nobody believes her. Yeah. And even wait. Missy is like, Missy's literally like a man where she's like, I'm sorry, I called you replaceable. I'm sorry, I called you replaceable. I'm sorry, I called you replaceable. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean, I didn't mean, I didn't mean. <laughs> Missy's literally like, you told them everything and they still didn't believe you. See, nobody's going to believe you. <laughs> even though it's the truth, nobody's going to believe you. And even Freddie, he's like, there's no way she would ever do that. Like, I don't believe you. And it's like, believe women. Yeah. Believe women. Even though they have they have no reason to believe this random new bitch that just hopped along. Yes. And this is their close fucking friend, Sam. Yes. And, and they're also, still going to, like, protect this random chick. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's like, I didn't even think about that. When is Sam ever serious like this? Like, like the only other time Sam is ever serious is when her and Carly got into a fight and they like ended up working it out. Like whenever there's a serious situation, she's serious. Like she doesn't just fuck around. Yeah. So if she's telling you this, like in confidence, 
you should take her seriously and listen to it and maybe like do a little self-reflection and if your friend is saying this you should have been like well she didn't apologize like miss like missy didn't apologize to her when she broke her phone like even if it was an accident she could have been more like compassionate about like i would have been there like thinking about my friends and yeah listening to what my friend is telling me like at the end of the day yeah it's my decision to make based on like what is going on and how i'm perceiving things but like i would still take into account what my friend is saying and believe their experience and how they're feeling about things yeah so yeah so that was my serious thing i wanted to say yeah that's a very astute <laughs> observation i didn't even think about that but it like it completely makes sense yeah but what i couldn't help but think about especially when she went and told freddie was like like their narrative of what they think is going on and trying to like rationalize sam's like paranoid like projecting behavior in their eyes it literally makes zero sense because like let's say sam was jealous of missy she would not let on to that and she would do everything she could to hide it and to try to like beat her subtly and like yes she would be playing offense she would not be playing defense you know so for her to feel like she can't make any moves and like she's being cornered and like everything is already like you know like planned out and she like she can't really like defend herself at all and she like that's the only reason she would ever go to her friends to help was when she felt like she had zero yes. control in the situation because she's not yes. the main player, you know? No, and she never asked anybody for help, like, ever. Like, she is always the one who tries to help other people, and she's mm-hmm. always the one, like you said, who's taking the offense. Like, even when when we had the I Make Sam Girlier episode and she was supposed to be a, a girly girl, she was still trying to stand up for her friends. Yeah. And, like, here she's just not standing up for herself. And in the end, that was her downfall. <laughs> It's yeah, it was mega weird. It was mega weird how he didn't believe her, but then I guess he has a, a, a redemption. Yeah, I guess. Speaking about that redemption, Fred yells out, "Give me one reason why I should believe you," which she should not have to explain herself to you, Freddie. Um, like the one reason you should believe your friend because she came up to you and confided in you because she said to because she said yeah, it. like because when has she ever said anything? Well, that's what Sam says. Sam slowly walks back looks him dead in the eyes and somberly says because i came here have i ever come to you for help before for anything and then she just raises her eyebrows and walks away and holy fuck was that the most serious thing ever you could hear a pin drop i was like period like fuck yourself freddie Fuck yourself. Literally. I was Fuck like, you yeah, you should you should feel bad. You should feel bad. On your way to bad. Ochoa Island for being a bad fucking friend with a poopy yeah. little anus. Poopy little anus. Stinky little boy. Well, Fred, he tries to get back in- into his apartment, but he realizes it's locked and he doesn't have the keys. And he starts freaking out and he's like wiggling the door and like banging on everything. And he goes, oh, butter. And I was like, ew. Shut the fuck up. First, you don't yeah. believe women. And now you're yelling out, oh, butter. Like literally kill yourself no he's having sex flashbacks to the butter sock (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh please butter Butter, come back that's our like little like pet name for each other Mm. hi butter hey butter hey butter babes hey butter butter swing butter 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 sock (laughs) (laughs) we're at the school hallway and missy walks up to sam at her locker and sam looks at her like uh can I fucking help you, bitch? And Missy literally just goes, what's up? I would have punched her straight in the face if that was me. But Sam was like, uh, not much really. Just putting stuff in my locker, talking to some grungy mutt. I was like, oh, 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 oh. 
Ooh. Tell her. Burn. Missy tells her to get the fuck over it, and then Mr. Howard comes over and announces that she is the winner of the school at sea, and then he goes, now I'm supposed to do this, and pops a mini confetti popper and goes, yay. She's freaking out and is like, oh my god, oh my god, I won the school at sea thing? And Baldy's like, yeah, I literally just told you that. And then just shoves the paper in her hands and walks away. <laughs> I was just screaming about how the setup of this scene made Missy, the character, have to wait so long to have that, like, emotional reaction to, like, winning this thing. Yeah. That she – it was, like, this – the Baldy was li- literally going on this, like – so you have won this thing and uh, now I have to say this. It was like a fucking like 45 seconds of her knowing that she won yeah. and holding in the line. Oh my God, I won. So that by the time she said it, it's like that. Oh my God moment was over. And yeah. it should have been like, she should have been more smug about it. She shouldn't have been like surprised, but then she would have been like, mm, yeah, I won. You know, like it was like, yeah, that's right. It was shot in just such a weird way that she had to hold on to that. Like that reaction moment for so long. It just seems so out of place. I was like, um, who directed it? Let's go. Who? This is weird. Who? This is weird. Adam Wiseman, more like Adam Dumbman. This was bad. <laughs> this was B A D. But um, pss. do it again. Do it again. But um, pss. a long one. <laughs> yeah, I've been drinking beer. What can I say? <laughs> Sam was like, "So what? You're just leaving now? Thought you were so psyched to be Carly's new bestie." And Missy's like, "Yeah, but not as psyched as I am for a six month cruise." And honestly, she does have her priorities straight. But Sam is like, "Damn, I guess some good things happen to hideous people." <laughs> and Missy's like. Aw, well, don't be sad. Now you can be Carly's bestie because I don't need to get rid of you anymore. And, of course, Carly walks over as soon as she says this and hears everything. She yells at Missy, and Missy tries to deflect by telling her about the awesome cruise that she just won, but Carly's not having it, and Missy says that she was her best friend first, and she cannot have two best friends. Carly calls her a whack job and says she, in fact, does not have two best friends. She has one. One awesome, cool, meat-loving best friend. Sam goes, Mama does love meat. Oh, I was just going to say meat of my straight friends. <laughs> I have one meat-loving meat best friend. Meat-loving best friend. And Sam going, Mama does love meat. Like, ma- just say Mama does love dick. Like, just say it. Jack Sparrow. Just have her say it. Say it out say loud. Meat lover. <laughs> but before she, before Carly calls her a fucking whack job, it's like Carly goes, Yora! And she's about to say something, but then doesn't for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then Sam's like, whack job. And then Carly goes, you're a whack job! And I was like, she was literally gonna call her like a bitch or something. Like, she was, she was going yeah. for the throat. And then it was like, ugh! She was going for the throat. Nickelodeon check. Just kidding. Take it back. And then Sam was like, whack job. And she was like, okay, whack job. Alright, I'll do. That'll do. But she fully was like, you're a whack job. Missy no longer cares and runs off excited about her cruise. Carly apologizes to Sam and says that she should have believed her. Yeah. She should have. Believe women! And Sam throws out the classic line that we haven't heard in a while. No chiz. Just no say no jizz. shit. No oh. jizz. No jizz. No shit. I'm empty. Carly asks if Sam's mad at her, and after she responds yes, 
Carly gives her the little puppy dog eyes, and Sam is like, okay, no. And no, Sam, stand up for yourself, because you should be mad at Carly. You have every right to be. And Carly, shut the fuck up. Don't give her fucking puppy dog eyes. You know you're in the wrong, and you are a bad friend. You are a bad friend. You are a B-A-D friend. Yes. Like, you deserve to be in the doghouse for a little while, and make it up to your friend because you were a shitty friend and you did not believe women. You did not believe ah uh, ah uh, It's crazy. That is why they're ah uh, uh, oppressed. <laughs> she is an ah uh, uh, oppressor. Carly offers to take Sam to the mall and buy her a new phone, but Sam is like, nah, you're all good. I still miss you. And Carly's like, ah, oh, you're the best. And it's like, Carly, also, where was that energy when Sam first broke her phone? Yeah. Why did you not offer to buy one the day that it broke? Yeah, you only care now because yeah. Missy was evil. Like It's fake sympathy. Yeah. It's like bullshit. She's trying to win her affection back. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. She should go on little shriveled deep fried onion <laughs> ring island. Go. For her disgusting behavior. Her asshole might be clean, but her heart is not. Damn. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the storage room, and Ochoa's dad is calling for him when he walks down into the storage room. Ochoa goes, hi, daddy. And oh, Spencer screams, saying, thank God you're here. Your demon child has kept me locked in here for two days and sprayed me with fluids. fluids. We all know it was PP. We know it's P. P isn't even that bad, okay? In the grand scheme of things, you say can say pee pee, urine, golden water, urination, piss. piss. Just say it. Just say it. We all oh, know wow. he he smelled his shirt and was like, "This isn't water." Like he smelled piss. Like you, he smells it. It's piss. Like it's stinky. It's piss. Oh, you know what? How did nobody notice that this kid was missing for two days? It's an Ochoa. They don't have the same <laughs> habits as normal children. They just. <laughs> It's, it's like a little gremlin, like you can't yeah. feed them after midnight kind of a thing. Oh, like they just go. This one got fed after midnight. Yeah, that's true. And he said, I'm going, I'm going PP in the I'm water going... gun mode. <laughs> and I'm spraying it like crazy. Psst, 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 psst. And when he and... tries to catch a wild cat, he goes, psst, 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 psst. <laughs> instead of psst, psst. <laughs> psst, 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 psst. bad, bad. <laughs> Also, how does no one go to their storage locker? Does nobody go down there? Like, what? How has nobody found him for two days? Bro, there's more Ochoas guarding the entrance. Like, they have this shit unlocked. Like, this is a whole, like, Ochoa conspiracy. Spanky's got the broom. This is the test run for the fortress (laughs) that is Ochoa Penitentiary. It's like Ochoa's the final boss, and then yeah. and then Spanky's like the first one. He's like, ah, Spanky! Ah, Spanky! He's got like his broom, like any... Travis Scott, yeah. like over his head. <laughs> <laughs> when Daddy asks if that's true, Ochoa admits it, and then Danny, 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 and then Daddy grounds him right then and there and says she's coming with him. Spencer's laughing and is so excited, but Daddy pulls Ochoa up the stairs and doesn't <laughs> let Spencer out. Spencer starts yelling for help, saying that he's still trapped, and then yells, asking, What was it, a squirt gun? Are you going to make me list it out again? Because I just said them all. Pee pee. Just said it. Urine. Pee, urine golden water. Piss, urination. Golden piss, shower. Whiz. Chiz. 
it's it's piss spencer so we are in the school hallway we are as far as i can tell there's no piss here <laughs> not yet at least not yet <laughs> that's the most there's no piss here right not yet not yet <laughs> what do you mean yet you'll find out just wait till i tell a joke but i'm <laughs> carly and fred are sitting on a bench studying when a random girl named wendy approaches them and is like okay benson you are too nice and when Carly asks why, she starts to talk about the school at sea contest. Fred tries to shush Wendy, but she keeps fucking jabbing like mm-hmm. women fucking do. God, shut up, Wendy. <laughs> Read the fucking room, Wendy. She's like, Freddie won it. And he's like, no, 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 I didn't. No, I didn't. And she's like, yeah, Freddie, you sure did. And Carly's like, no, Missy Robinson won it. And Wendy's like, nope. Fred won it and then told Obama he wanted to give it to Missy. Not like give his peen to Missy, like give the give the C the I mean, C maybe. study thing to Missy. No, come on. Let's not make him stoop that low. Yes, standards. <laughs> True. She pinches his shoulder and goes, sweet boy, and walks away. <laughs> she is talking to Fred in the exact same like voice, demeanor, cadence, and vocabulary <laughs> that I speak to my three-legged cat. And I just want to know, is this how all short men get spoken to by hot girls? Yeah, just, oh, those sweet boys. Oh, you sweet boy. So oh, you little tiny so baby nice. boy. Aww. Well, this is, uh, remember when we were like, who the fuck is Wendy? The last episode, here she is again. Oh, I didn't even recognize. Dude, she has such a forgettable face. Yeah. Two and two were not clicking in my head. I was like, oh, random girl. All right, whatever. Yeah, literally random girl Wendy, who is here again. Apparently besties and knows all the tea about Freddie and, and Sam and Carly and everything. God, please give. Like, Gibby is so memorable. And it's not It's not yeah. just because we know him. Like, No, it's because he's a mermaid. Yeah, exactly. He's been it. He's been in it as much as she has at this point. And there's a reason Wendy did not go on to be iconic and featured more. And it's because she's forgettable. Give her something fun. Who is she? It's true. Sorry, Wendy. Step your pussy up. Like, literally. Like, I still remember that girl that talked really fast like this. Like, she'd be more memorable than Wendy. Like, <laughs> bring her back. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Carly is flabbergasted that Fred would give up his cool trip just to get rid of Missy. And he's like, I was protecting iCarly. I'm a man. I protect my assets. I'm a manly man. I'm on stinky butthole onion ring island. <laughs> I protect people in iCarly. I'm an alpha male. <laughs> I make sure that we have the resources that are going to keep us sustained throughout the years. <laughs> Carly's like, no, you care about Sam. Fred mm-hmm. sighs and says Sam was really upset. Carly's like, ooh, I thought you said she wasn't your friend. And he's like, whatever. And she mocks him and says, yeah, whatever. And starts poking him. So she knows. She knows that they fuck. (laughs) We all know. We all all know know. they fuck. We all all know. know. Even the IRS knows. (laughs) They're going to have to submit as a civil union the next time they file their taxes. (laughs) <laughs> Freddie says that he hates that nasty Missy gets to live it up on a six month cruise but Carly reveals that when they were little Missy used to get super seasick but she probably got over that Fred's like too bad hard cut to a literal fishing boat not even a cruise ship that says no. school at sea on the side 
And then Missy throwing up CGI liquid off the front of the boat. She yells, let me off this stupid boat before I, and then turns around and continues to throw up. Clearly not affiliated with Sweet Life on Deck because those bitches were fucking high rolling (laughs) with a big ass fucking cruise ship. This is a whaling ship. Captain Ahab, yes. w- call me Ishmael, <laughs> what's going on, <laughs> Queequeg, where you at? Like, holy fuck, this was a full-on fucking, like, whaling ship from, like, fucking yes. 1905. It was crazy. I was but like, it- could you at least, like, try? Like, at least CGI the fucking Titanic or something. Like, make it funny that it's, like, no, obviously different. I think it's funny. No, they literally said fishing. Like, she's getting human trafficked. (laughs) Like, she's literally a bisexual orphan. (laughs) This program is, like, clinically, like, not even, like, a a Sweet Life on Deck situation. Like, it truly is just, like, no, they're paying some men to take this bisexual orphan, like, at sea. And, yeah, make her study whatever. We'll give you some money. Do what you want with her. Yeah, study their dicks. Oh, my God, save her. Okay, Missy, I hate you, but no one deserves that. Hashtag save Missy. (laughs) Get her off the whaling ship. Get her no. off, please. Somebody She's with Captain her. Ahab and Queequeg. <laughs> I, I, I wrote a paper about how Queequeg is a perfect man, so he'll protect her. Period. Listen, me and my half a degree, I have to laugh somewhere. <laughs> anyway, I don't understand why they made Sam go into the back of the iCarly studio to throw up. Because I thought that they were they just like didn't want to show somebody throwing up on Nickelodeon. Yeah. But then at the end of the episode, they end it with... Yeah. You watching her throw up off the boat. So what was the point? Like either have them both throw up or neither of them. But also that's why I thought she was hardcore shitting in the bucket because it already seemed like she was vomiting like in front of everyone because she was like gagging and like putting her head in the fucking thing. Yeah. So then when she ran when she runneth away and was like, I need some privacy. I was like, oh, it's because she's whipping that asshole out. She's about to empty that. (laughs) Swooping that onion ring out. And then she was like, oh, does anybody have a mint? Was she going to put the mint in her butthole? Maybe. Maybe. That could be fun. That could be fun. That is, dude, that is, like, going to be, like, the reform for fucking Ochoa Island. When they want to <laughs> leave the island, we're going to be like, all right. You're going to put a mint in their you're asshole. Put a mint in your asshole because that shit's stinky. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. But it just doesn't make sense because, like, Sam had a garbage can. Like, they could have easily just, like, pretended that she was throwing up. Like, she could have just put her whole head in the garbage can. We've been told we are too ugly to get artist passes for Coachella. Logic denied us. We're not hot enough to meet up with Logic backstage. Like, it's, we're going to have questions and they're not going to be answered. And we're not going to, yeah, we're not going to have answers to them. Logic's like, sorry, I don't know you. I don't know you. I didn't, I also didn't like how obviously CGI it was. Like, it was literally just like fake. Like, it didn't even look like it was coming out of her mouth. I was like, at least try. Like, you already, you already fucked it up with a fishing ship. At least get some better looking throw up CGI. Like, why was she hanging out with Captain Ahab? Like, why? I don't know. Just fucking about to catch some fucking lobsters. <laughs> We're at the post credit scene and Spencer, Fred, and Sam are yelling in Fred's bed to go to iCarly.com. And we have seen this exact post credit scene before. Um, and I'm sick and fucking tired of them repeating them. Yeah, I really loved having to see one grown adult man with two children in a bed with him screaming at me to do something. I really like that. Yeah, it really makes sense to me. I wish I would experience more of that. Yeah. It really motivates me. They could have made it longer. Yeah, it could have been longer. Honestly. Could have been the whole episode. What they should have done 
was like a don't worry darling thing where they just don't worry darling spoiler alert skip ahead 15 seconds if you do not want to hear tape my eyes open and made me watch that for hours on end. spoiler alert it's been weeks if you haven't seen it it's because you don't want to spoiler alert spoiler alert um i'm gonna piss on you but i'm (laughs) some people are busy some people maybe just don't have time to see it if you have time to i'm gonna be a teacher if you have time to listen to this podcast you have time to go watch don't worry darling (laughs) okay not sponsored we didn't we did not get paid for this it's funny because even no one's going to understand what that means if they haven't seen it. It's a harmless spoiler because no one will get, oh, they should have, uh, uh. You will not understand this until you watch the film. Mm. Don't give me that smile. Whatever you say, spoiler. Don't. Whatever you <laughs> say, spoiler. Movie spoiler. Anyway, tell us who the pod babe of the week is. Pod babe of the week is the ending to don't worry darling where we are revealed to the fact we just we just talked through the entire plot of don't worry darling we read the script we like torrent like a version of it and just play it yeah it's not even us it's the actual movie yeah it's the literal like we we pirated it our lives (laughs) i did this for you alice a promotion you're worried about a promotion <laughs> the pod babe of the week is <laughs> miss rachel hubble a local Woo! hero she is a fucking a local teacher. hero a national hero if you would in the oh, i rewatch i carly verse yeah international she's mrs yeah. worldwide hero she Ms. is a teacher doing the lord's work teaching teaching them kids the lord's work she deals with Ochoa's daily. She knew exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. When we were talking about the piss and the and the gun, and she was like, I've been there. She was like, damn, that's they've, piss. They've peed on me all the time. Yeah. Mentally, physically, emotionally, they've pissed on me. Piss has been had. Piss has been pissed. Anyway, Rachel Hubble, you might have seen on our story, sent both of us thirty five fucking dollars. Thirty five fucking dollars. And told us to fucking get it together and <laughs> make more content because this is the only thing that gets her through her fucking days when she's getting pissed and shitted on by little Ochoas yeah, left by and little right. crazy Ochoas. So, so Rachel, we are working on it. We're planning. We're doing our best. We got things in the works to streamline things a little bit more. So thank you so much for your very, 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 very generous Venmo. Very, 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 very 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 i did cry when i received it i did also cry tears were shed i i I texted it to my mom that was like a first i I love i love our fans i love you so much i know i'm gonna cry again that was really that was actually really generous that was very sweet you guys are the best we do we do this for you and it's crazy to see people enjoy our work and it's really (laughs) sentimental and i'm gonna cry I know. Hang up the phone. Sometimes when people ask me about the podcast, like I'm so tempted to like underplay and just be like, oh yeah, it's whatever, like da da da. But then I like remember that people like actually listen and like actually like, do shit like that. I'm like, wait, holy <laughs> fuck, like people care and they like the enjoy really it. They like us. All right, what's the next episode? I'm gonna fucking, we have to move on. We have to move on. All right, let's move on. Let's move on before we cry. Well, the next episode is I Take On Dingo. The dingo that ate my baby. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. There's was a question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we'll see you in two weeks. I hope that you take my baby, too. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope that you rewatch it with us. We hope that you rewatch it with us. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 If you love I Rewatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Pod Babe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook page at I Rewatch iCarly for more content. And head over to our YouTube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode. You can also find Cersei at Cersei.mp3 on Instagram. And you can find Natalie at Natalie R. Collins on Instagram, where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios. Disclaimer, I Rewatch iCarly is not affiliated with iCarly or Nickelodeon in any way, shape, or form. We shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say. Anyone listening to our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third-party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, all Always in semi-real and slash or mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots. You don't mean anything we say. Long story short, free speech, fair use. You can't sue us because we're making it up. Good day.